Hello. How you doing? Um, hey, I'm sorry if you hear a humming in the back. My my washing machine is going right now, so it should be ending soon, but I need to record this now. So, hey, that um little can opening sound effect is kind of appropriate because I'm drinking a Celsius and I have been addicted to Celsius uh, for about two weeks now. And that is because one day I saw it on TikTok. I saw this girl get some Celsius, the power of TikTok. And I was like, I want to try this. I want to try it. I don't know why, but something in me is making me want to try this. All the other um, sparkling drinks that I've had are absolutely gross, in my opinion. I'm not going to say all. Some. And I tried the Celsius and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Now, funny part about it, I was looking for a pre-workout before I tried Celsius and I didn't realize that it was like a super energy drink. And so once I started feeling like energy from it, I looked it up and I was like, oh, or I looked at the can and I was like, oh, this is kind of, this can be used as a pre-workout. It says prior to fitness. And right after I drank it, I went straight to the gym and had a wonderful gym session. So anyway, sorry for screaming in your ear. That was straight up disrespectful. So so let's talk. Let's have a conversation as we podcasters do with the wall until, you know, someone decides to listen. You know when like you are chilling, right? Let's say you're chilling, you're relaxing, you're, you're, you know, watching TV, you're watching a show. You are doing something that is relaxing. You're cooking. You're doing something. And your phone rings. So you look over at your phone and you see a phone number on the screen. And that phone number is not really familiar to you, but it could be. Uh, It's a number that is not saved in your phone. It's an area code that is your area code or pretty close to yours. And... Like I said, it doesn't look like a number that you know, but is it is a number that might be familiar. And you know your phone number's floating out there for several different things. And your heart sinks because it's just like, okay, I really, I really don't want to answer this phone call right now, but it could be something important. And, you know, you kind of just let it ring, you let it ring, you let it ring, and then you let it go to voicemail. But you know that feeling? Why do you got to feel like that? I feel like that a lot. You know, our phones ring a lot now with like fake calls and spam calls and it's kind of really hard to like uh, decipher which calls are real and which ones aren't. And, you know, sometimes I just decide not to pick up the phone because uh, it makes me feel weird. It makes me feel anxious. It makes it, it makes my heart sink. And that and if you know, that's not a great feeling. And you're probably like, what are you talking about? Okay, so what I meant to talk about, I guess, I wanted to talk about how I find social interaction to be so strange nowadays. And I want to tell you about some of my experiences as well. And yes, it has to do with college. Yes, it has to do with, you know, making friends, college things and things like that. Um, And, you know, listen, a lot of my stories are going to have to do with that because that is what my life is right now. Um, I think social interaction is changing. And I don't know if it is a good thing or a bad thing. But I do know that a lot of times I want some face-to-face social interaction. But as someone with a bit of social anxiety, I just don't know where to start. I don't know where to find it. And I was wondering, like, what has made me so like this? You know, like, I know when I was in high school, 
I probably wasn't the most social person there. Like I was, I was, I was an introvert all my life, I think, and kind of to myself. But I don't think I was ever super conscious about speaking to people. And I don't think I was ever super conscious about every little thing that came out of my mouth. And super worried about reading the room before I say something. I mean, that could come, that could come with just like age and like growing up. But I also think it's a part of me that I almost lost and I don't know where I lost it. And I don't know if it's still in me and I just have to like recover it. But when I was in high school, I had a group of friends. I I did. And I think it's definitely a lot easier when you are in school because you're kind of forced to be around. I'm talking about high school when you're kind of, you're kind of forced to be around the same people all day, every day. So you're kind of forced to learn these people, learn who you're around and kind of make friends, whether you really like a person or you don't, I don't know. But either way, I just feel like it's a very, a lot easier to make friends when you're like in high school for that reason. Now, I definitely think I had a lot more of a social life when I was in high school and I had a lot of practice day-to-day just just from talking to people around me and I was comfortable I don't think I ever really thought about my social life as much as I do now I had I mean when when you have people to talk to I I don't think that you think about it much which is why I don't know if people who have a big group of friends or have a select few friends understand what it's like to not have anybody your age to call text or hang out with so because that's a whole nother story for another day. But I don't, I really don't think people understand what that is like. Like, you'll tell them that I don't really have anybody to hang out with him. Like, oh, well, maybe you should go to a game. I can't go to a game really by myself and just wander around. I feel like that's weird. I mean, that's how you make friends. But someone like me, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. Um, but yes, back in high school, I don't think I was as socially anxious as I am now. Even when I went into college for my first two years when I got my associate's degree I was able to comfortably make friends and talk to people I had a class with a few people one of which had graduated with me and we were able to talk and make friends at the table that we all sat at and we were kind of all different ages 18 I'll say to 23 And we were all able to talk and have a conversation and it felt cool. We even planned to possibly study together. Did it ever happen? No, but I felt it felt normal and it felt cool. By the way, this was before the lockdown and COVID and the pandemic, whatever. I also had another class where I would go to that after class, I would go to the teachers or the instructors, um, study session and he would kind of it was like a group of like maybe six or seven students and we would go and sit in kind of his office space but it was like a big kind of like almost a meeting room and he would help us with our work and there I was able I felt comfortable and I felt like I could say something and not be looked at like a weird person you know and not that being weird is bad listen I got a whole podcast episode planned about accepting your weirdness so that will be in the future when I say weird I don't mean negative anything negative I just mean kind of a self-conscious thing where you think that people think that you're a not cool person I don't know 
But anyway, I went to this study session a lot, every single time I had class, and I really had an enjoyable time, like, talking with these other students who were in my class, and it was great. I actually did like it, and I could say that I didn't, like, avoid it. I went there because I wanted to, because almost of the social interaction, and I was excited for the social interaction, and it was all great. And then the pandemic happened and we're all in the house. We're doing school, school online for college students, especially we're doing like all of our classes and courses from Zoom and maybe not even Zoom, just a totally online course. Everything was moved online. Here's the thing. I think there's a specific picture of college that's painted for people who are going into college a lot, a lot of times. And it's kind of hard to look away from that idea that has been painted for you adults will be like you know you're, you're going to college I remember my college experience they'll start reminiscing on their experience and telling you how social it was and mind you this was 20 30 years ago okay social life 20 30 years ago is not social life in 2023 by any means I, I'm, I don't know what it was like 20 30 years ago but from description I can already tell you like it's not what it was. My mother says, yeah, kids are different nowadays. Like she says that and I understand what she means, but it's different and you can't kind of really deny that. So when you paint this picture of college in people who are my age is mine, like you'll go like, oh yeah, we had such a blast going to these games and things and whatever. And myself, I'll go into college thinking that it's going to look like this, but guys, listen, it does not look like this. College is so much more of a solo experience than I expected. And I'm not saying that it's for everybody. Some people might have the experience of their lives. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say of their lives, but I'm just going to say some people might have this great experience socially at college. But I feel like there needs to be another picture painted um, when it comes to college. Here's another example. The show Grownish. I love the show. I watch the show. Great. Fantastic. Um, is it really realistic? I mean, yeah, I know the show is for entertainment purposes and everything like that, but is it realistic? Is it really how college is? No, not really. I think the media has a lot of influence on, you know, how people picture things and how they imagine things to be. And then when they get into it, they realize that it's different. I feel like the media, we need to see more other experiences. We need to see not just that college life where you go in and you meet your friends and you move in the next semester with each other and it's great. You meet, I don't know, whatever. And sometimes I feel like that can really make someone like me who's not having that experience feel like they're doing something wrong. And I don't feel like you're doing something wrong just because you're not having the social experience that you have, maybe it's just, it hasn't come to you yet. Maybe you'll have that experience in the future, but I feel like a lot of people can compare themselves to the things that they see in the media and then wonder why it's not working out for them. But in reality, everyone has their own experiences. So, yeah. But I did some research this morning because I wanted to see why Gen Z is having such a different social experience than maybe previous generations. Obvious reasons, again, social media. That was the first thing that popped up. Something said that, you know, social interaction is different because 
we have so much of it and sometimes we don't feel the need to uh socialize in person because we already did it we already took care of that it said something like you wake up you check instagram and that's a form of social interaction when if you didn't have instagram or if you didn't have a phone if social media didn't exist you'd wake up and go brush your teeth first and then you do whatever and then you'd go out of the house and that's where you'd find your social social interaction but instead we're getting a lot of our social interaction from social media and responding to comments and liking photos and watching reels and tiktoks and whatever the case it is that in person we don't feel the need to socialize in person because we already took care of that you know we already handled our social for the day our social job for the day I guess and whenever we feel the need to be social we just go on our phone and it's like an easy escape speaking of easy escape I feel like I'm not gonna say I feel like anymore because I do feel like but wait okay it's an easy escape social media your phone is an easy escape and I feel like that allows I just said it again wow Anyway, I think it's an excuse to not be social if you feel uncomfortable. And I'm not saying I I don't do this. I do this all the time where like if I don't want to have a conversation with somebody or if I'm walking past somebody that I know and I don't want to say something, I'll look at my phone and act like I'm scrolling. But really, I'm just like flipping through the home pages of my phone. I know I'm not the only one that does that. So I'm not weird. Okay, I know I'm not the only one that does that. So anyway, moving on. Okay, so... (laughs) I went to a couple of parties while I was at college. Yes, I did. Um, And it's weird to see people at a social place in a social setting just in the corner on their phone. It's just like, why are you here? I mean, no offense. Listen, I have done this before. When I don't want to be social or if I'm at like a party or something, if I'm in a group of people at a dinner and I don't and I don't want to be social. Yeah, I might look down at my phone as an excuse Like, oh, I'm looking at something important right now. I can't really contribute to the conversation. But I feel like it's used way too much by everybody. Because I'll, I'll be at a party. We'll be having a conversation, maybe. And then like two seconds in the conversation, you look down at your phone. Okay, I guess you just don't wanna talk. Okay, I'm sorry. Now I feel weird, but whatever. So then it's it's just an easy excuse to not have a conversation. So I guess... My point is, why are we less social? Why are we having a different social experience? Well, socializing is uncomfortable sometimes. So when we have an easy excuse right at our fingertips to not be social, why not take that easy excuse and look down at our phone? We're not even getting practice being social. Now that I'm drinking this strawberry lemonade Celsius, I really don't like it. I don't like this flavor. It tastes kind of gross, actually. I like the strawberry pomegranate, I think it was. I'm not feeling the strawberry lemonade, but I'll drink it because it's open. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. That was totally off of the entire topic. So going into the fact that we have no practice, I mean, if you're not socializing with people or if you're kind of like giving up by taking that easy excuse during a conversation, you're not getting any practice. So you're not going to get any better at socializing. Again, not saying that I don't do this myself. I definitely do. But it's just like, it's weird how we don't have to force ourselves to practice conversation anymore. And when I say practice, all I mean is just having conversation. And even when it feels uncomfortable, just sticking through it and having to deal with it and learning how to deal with it. 
When walking through campus, actually, I decided to have a more positive outlook on it because I do talk kind of negatively about college and that's not my intention, okay? I just am not having that experience that's being painted and I feel like it's not fair that I can't, that I don't see that experience. So that might be the reason why I talk kind of negatively about it, but hear me out. When I'm walking through campus this semester, while walking through campus, I decided to have a little bit more of a positive outlook. And I decided to look at everybody. Look at everybody and observe. Not stare. I'm not being weird, okay? I'm not being weird. I'm just, like, saying. Like, when I'm walking through campus, I'm just observing people's body language, if people are by themselves, if people, whatever. And it felt like everybody was just looking down. Not literally, but it didn't feel like everyone was present. When you hold the door for somebody, sometimes I want to, like, smile and nod and say, oh, you know, whatever. Or if they're holding the door for me, thank you, you know, whatever. But that doesn't even happen. It's weird. Like, you just kind of hold the door for somebody and hope they take it, not even paying attention to if, you know, there is somebody behind you. They're just, like, holding the door and not looking behind them. And I'll take it. And that could have been an opportunity for someone to say, oh, thank you, or here you go, you know, whatever. But people my age don't do that. While walking past somebody, like, closely, like, let's say like you're walking down, down an aisle in a grocery store, and you're passing somebody very closely, if the person were like 40 or older, they might give me a closed-lipped smile and nod, which I would do to that person, or I'd say, excuse me, as I walk past them. But people my age, they don't make eye contact. They don't, I'm not saying that they have to. They're not, they, they don't have to do anything they don't want to do. But it's just interesting to, to observe this. And they don't give you any type of smile. They don't say, excuse me. And it's kind of, it's it's weird. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying it's wrong. They don't have to do it. It's just interesting seeing the different generations and how they kind of handle these certain situations and how they go about these things. Um, and I just wonder why sometimes. I, I wonder why. Um, maybe it's because that's kind of what the older generation taught us how to do and gen z is kind of a rebellious generation i think and we're kind of just like i don't need to do anything i don't want to do which is totally valid you don't have to but it's just a form of social interaction that um i was taught and i don't really see my generation doing it much and actually i asked on tiktok and people said that they thought that was weird because uh, i don't know you therefore i don't acknowledge you you know i don't know i it, it seems interesting but I also felt like it could be an opportunity if you held the door for me, for me, for me to say hi or whatever. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, I like your outfit, whatever. But because it feels like everyone is looking down, again, not literally, um, it's kind of, it, it makes it a lot more difficult to even have that opportunity or that social interaction. So that's weird. That's interesting. In the future, I just I just hope that one day like we can really know or feel okay with working through the hard parts of a conversation and putting our phone down and saying, okay, this can't be an excuse. I don't allow myself to look at the phone when I feel uncomfortable in a situation. Let's work through this conversation and maybe I can form a relationship with this person or it's some type of friendship with this person. Um, but because we can't get through this hard, rocky, you know, um, awkward acquaintance stage and because it's so uncomfy I'm gonna look at my phone and then you can't even build a social interaction because you didn't allow it um and I'm, I'm working on it myself it's like something that I want to get through and I hope for the future that 
more people like won't use their phone as an excuse to not be social. I'm really hoping this is making sense. And I, I really am curious if people understand what I'm saying right now and know what I mean and understand that I'm not trying to talk down on my own generation, but I'm simply observing things in day-to-day life and, you know, whatever, you know. Okay, more Celsius. Hold on one sec. Okay, today I stepped outside and realized, never mind, that has nothing to do with anything. I was going to say today I stepped outside and realized how important um, being outside is and uh, fresh air is. It felt so good. That has nothing to do with anything, but I just decided to include that. Anyway, so yes, in the future, I hope for more social interaction among my generation. And I just hope that social media doesn't take that away because even if we want it to be, social media and the internet and everything like that is not real social interaction. Okay, wait. It's, it's a different kind of social interaction, okay? I think it is social interaction. You are, like, able to see people and meet people that you have, would have never known in the first place. But I do think it is a different type of social interaction. And having a face-to-face conversation is something that is so powerful and amazing. And one time, I, recently, I had a 45-minute a, a conversation with somebody that meant so much to me like I after the conversation I was like that felt amazing I haven't had that in such a long time and it was with somebody my age and it felt so comfortable and it felt normal and I didn't feel like I had to look down at my phone it maybe every once in a while just because to fill that awkward silence but again we would come up with something else to talk about and it would be okay so I really do appreciate that person actually like I think about that all the time like wow I loved that conversation that we had not because of the even the topic just because of the fact that it flowed and it never we didn't feel uncomfortable and it went for 45 minutes and we didn't realize how long it went for and the, until we looked at the time like oh 40 minutes passed that's crazy we've been sitting here talking for 40 minutes i miss that type of social interaction i really 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 do and i hope that like one day we can just all just be able to do that again Maybe I just got to find my group of people. I I don't I have yet to find that. And I a lot of people, some people might have that and I might sound crazy to them right now. Like what are you talking about? Just go outside. But listen to me. Like at least in my in college, I don't feel that. Everyone is so in their own zone. Everyone is doing their own thing that you don't see it as much. But anyway, that's what I hope for the future. I hope that we can get to that point. I'm actually excited to see where this generation goes and maybe to see like how we're affected socially in the future. So let's see. We'll have to wait years for that. But in the meantime, let's try to be more social. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. This is an introvert podcast. We're not supposed to be social. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, so I'm done. I digress. I think that was a good conversation for today. Thank you for listening. If you have listened this far, Uh, My name is Kirsten. I'm your host. If you want to follow me on my socials, my TikTok for this podcast is called Introverts Talk 2 Podcast. And then my, wait, did I say TikTok or Instagram? Wait, let's backtrack. Hold on. I can't remember. I, yeah. Okay. My TikTok for this podcast is called Introverts Talk 2 Podcast. But my Instagram for this podcast is called Introverts Talk 2. Wow. That took me way too long to get out and I apologize. Um, Again, thank you for listening. Fun fact, this is the second time I recorded this episode, but I didn't want to say say that at the beginning because I thought that would kind of mess up the rest of the episode. So here I am saying it at the end. You probably don't care, but I digress. Goodbye.